Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Half the Distance to the Goal. I'm your host, Marcus Bullock. Today with us, we have our guest picker, friend of the program, Chase Severino. What's going on, dude? What's up, boys? Let's make some money this week. That's always the goal. And of course, you know, I got my my co-host, B-Rack Galt. What's going on, dude? Championship week. Here we are. We finally made it. I feel like the season has flown by, though. I can't believe it's gone this quick, but I'm excited. Week 13, championship weekend, not a huge slate of games, but a lot of good games, of course, you know, brought to you by the boys over at 910 Coastal Barbecue. Uh, last week, rivalry week, uh, outside of Carter-Finley Stadium, we had our annual NC State versus Chapel Hill tailgate, and for the NC State fans, it was a very lovely evening, but even before the evening got kicked off, we had some very good food. 910 Coastal Barbecue, they provided some pulled pork. They had some smash burgers, cold beer, with some mac and cheese there, even some Thanksgiving fixings left over, you know, some sweet potato casserole, stuffing. It was just a, a great time all around. Already looking forward to next year. Yep. Uh, we, we, we tried a new style of pulled pork. We tried a Memphis style. Um, it was a pretty big hit there. Um, obviously, it's not as it's not our favorite. We all like the Eastern North Carolina barbecue a little better, but I want to try something different. It seemed to be a pretty big hit. I thought it was phenomenal. And Brett wasn't there to enjoy it. For I some was reason. not there, so um, <laughs> it was great. Unfortunately not. Well, without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into it as we are upon week 14, actually. I mean, I spoke earlier. So let's recap last week, week 13. Our guest picker was Mike Goulet, but – um, actually, it was an interesting leader in the clubhouse. I guess uh, we'll start with Brett, or actually, let's start with our sponsor, Nominal Coastal Barbecue, who our guest, Chase Severino, is actually a contributor to. Their hit was UNC plus six. They did not get it done on the field, and it was awesome to watch, but UNC did cover six points. So that brings the Coastal Q to eight and six overall on the season for the piping hot pick of the week. Next up, two, three, and two pushes. Wow. Brett Gall, there you go. All right, so the two hits, Ole Miss plus one and a half in the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving night, and then Kansas State plus 15 and a half getting the cover. Your your two pushes were Florida State plus three, Oklahoma State minus four. That was a tough one. Three and a half would have been a good number, but they got it done. They got it done on the field, and that's all that matters, and they're playing this weekend. And then your three misses were Kansas State plus three, Ohio State laying eight, and then BYU-USC under 64 was a miss. Uh, give us your thoughts about the Ohio State-Michigan uh, game, the game. So, I mean, Ohio State knew it was coming. They were going to run the ball. Michigan was going to run the ball. And the sad thing is, is they couldn't stop it. I, I do wonder – I know the weather was a little ugly. It was – I mean, it was snowing most of that first half. But, I mean, C.J. Stroud th still threw for over 300 yards. So, I mean, credit to Michigan. Good for Harbaugh. I'm not upset about that. I'm not a big Ohio State fan. I, I like seeing Ohio State lose. Yeah, it's nice of permission to get uh, every, you know, win every once a decade. I guess yeah, they're on pace for right now. Yeah. Um, how about uh, how about my guy? His name's slipping my head right now. The, the D lineman who broke the Michigan sack record. Like, he was tearing it up, wasn't he? The Hutchinson, right? Yeah, yeah, that's his name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that's another thing is, like, some of these defensive players should be in line for the Heisman because – Mm -hmm. I was going to right. touch on that when we talked about SEC. Yeah, Bryce Young. <laughs> yeah. It's Bryce Young. It's supposed to be CJ Stroud and everything like that. But both of those guys now, I mean, Bryce Young did – he did lead the leading drive 
last weekend against uh, Auburn, which was huge. But C.J. Stroud, I mean, they now have two losses. I mean, some of these defensive players need to get respect because the Heisman, I feel like this is the first time in a while where we haven't had like a clear, definite race. I mean, there's nobody that's really standing out. So, but yeah, I mean, props to Hardball. He finally got his big win. He can finally go golfing again now. He can hopefully set up a tee time. Probably not since it was uh, freaking freezing there. But yeah, I, w- I mean, it was good for him. What about you? What did you th- think about it? I thought, one, the aesthetics of the game, the backdrop, the snow and the big house. It, it was just like an old school, like true, like man's football game. That was fun to watch. And, um, you know, shouts out to Jim Harbaugh. He got it done finally as much as we give him grief. And, you know, our, our guest last week, Michael. Give him a lot of crap. I give him a lot of crap. Like dork up north in the khakis. I mean, yeah. He had a game plan for him. <laughs> he had a game plan. The, the dork up north. <laughs> All right, so uh, Brett, two, three, and two last week. That brings you to 39, 36, and two on the season. Myself was next, down one unit. I was five, six, and one. My hits were Georgia plus 35, not enough daggone points in Atlanta. Miami covering 21 and a half against Duke. Alt Dominion laying nine against UNC Charlotte. A little bit of a sweat there, but Alt Dominion pulled away at the end, got it done. Michigan State plus one and a half against Penn State. They should have never been the underdog here. And then Clemson beat the hell out of the chickens. Those are my five wins. <laughs> uh, my one push last week was in agreement with Brett, Florida State plus three. They kind of scored late, got the push. Um, uh, I got to take the victory there. It's better than a loss. And then my six misses. Start off really rough. Uh, I missed every game on Friday. Kansas State plus three, Nebraska plus one. Still could not get it done. And Air Force UNLV. Under 50 did not hit. Um, my, my other misses were Bama Land 19 and Bama first half, minus 11 and a half. Iron Bowl got ugly, and then BYU did not cover it late Saturday night. Um, they won the game, I believe, but they did not cover. Let's talk about the Iron Bowl. Brian Harson. Yeah. I mean, Auburn choked that game. They choked. Go for two. Go for two. They choked. They did choke. It should have never even got to the point where Bryce Young had a chance to go down. Well, the main thing is when the running back went out of bounds. Out of bounds, yeah. That was because that saved them a timeout, and that that was mainly the key. Because if if he goes, if he just lays down right there, doesn't go out of bounds, that was what forty seconds more off the clock, I think, at least. Yeah, no, but, they kept saying they kept talking about yeah. that forty seconds. That, that forty seconds. That was that was the main key, but I mean props to. Bryce Young or whatever for um, leading that drive. But, yeah, that was a huge mistake. And, I mean, Bama has a chance now for the playoff. Yeah, they do. All right. And that five, six, and one week brings me to 50, 50, and three on the season. So, Brett is up three games on me. And then our guest last week, Mike Goulet. Excuse me. He was two and six on the week. Mike, got to get it together, man. And his two wins were Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl. And uh, actually, he won one game because his Florida State plus three was a push. So, Mike, Mike was one, six, and one on the week. Make that amendment. And then his six losses were Bama Land 19, Penn State, favorite by a point and a hook. ECU plus 14 did not get it done against the Bearcats. And then, dude, I told him LSU. Eddie O, last game in Death Valley, night game. Oh, 
dangerous. Go Tigers. All right, A&M, six and a half. NC State, UNC, under 63 with those fireworks at the end from Devin Leary and Emeka Amezi. And then he agreed with you, BYU-USC, under 64 and a half was a miss. So that is Mike, one, six, and one on the week. And Brett, I guess for our competition winding down, we have one more week. You're ahead of me by three games. So this is really going to be uh, the make or break. Y'all ain't doing bowl games? We consider it separate, separate challenge. Oh, okay. All gotcha. right. So, so uh, before we jump in, Chase, you want to go ahead and tell the listeners a little bit about what you did on this weekend a year ago and how you're looking for a little bit of redemption? I am looking for a little bit of redemption. Uh, I feel like actually, actually, I feel like I already got redemption uh, when I did my Super Bowl picks and did really well with those. That seems to be forgotten for some reason. But yes, last year, this on this week, I went one and nine. So it probably been better if I let my one-year-old daughter Aurora pick at the time. I guess she was not; she's like one or two months old. So yeah, it's 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 time for the conference championship redemption. I went a little different route this year in making my picks. Um, I still have a pick for every game. Um, but, you know, there's a different method to my madness this year. I, I, I kind of went more with my gut this year as opposed to I think I just kind of dove way too deep in the numbers, got lost in the sauce last time. And then it's, uh, it's time to start just, you know, play football most of my life growing up and just use them eyes, use that brain, use that football mind. So I guarantee these picks will be better. It'd be a lot harder for me worse, but <laughs> you sound like a North Carolina version of Bobby Boucher right there. I love it. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment any day of the week. <laughs> Absolutely love the water boy. All right. Well, without further ado, we usually let our guests take us wherever they want to go, but we're going to go in chronological order this week. Got two Friday night games, and then we'll hit the Saturday slate in order of when they air. So let's start it off. Uh, QSA championship. I don't know how many more of these championship games we're going to get because the conference <laughs> will most likely dissolve. But uh, any plays on Western Kentucky and Utah? Uh, I've, I've got Western Kentucky. I got them at three and a half. Uh, so they're the favorite. Um, it's cra- crazy that University of Texas San Antonio, uh, the Roadrunners, they were undefeated all year. Then they went in. Uh, they already secured their conference championship. They lost to North Texas ne- next week. I bet that. I called that. UTSA is our frauds. Uh, any any team from the East were to beat them. I think UAB is a better team. They just kind of got lucky when they played them. Western Kentucky has that high-flying offense. Uh, their offensive coordinator uh, was is from Houston Baptist, who brought their quarterback and the top three receivers from that program, and he they passed like 80% of the time. Western Kentucky, uh, the quarterback broke the Conference USA record for passing touchdowns. Western Kentucky, K- Kentucky will put up some points. Uh, this is They will probably beat UTSA by a couple touchdowns. All right, and they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Lock it in. Uh, Brett, you have a play here? I do not. I mean, I saw was didn't Western Kentucky just destroy Marshall the other day? Yeah, well, yeah Marshall was up fourteen nothing, and then our starting quarterback went down. So Brandon uh, went down. Yeah, our our backup not good. <laughs> not good. We were we were up fourteen nothing when the starter went down, and then all of a sudden it was twenty six to fourteen. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that that was it. Yeah, I, I don't have a play on this. I did. I mean, I do know that UTSA beat Western Kentucky October 9th or whatever in a close yeah. game, high scoring game. But UTSA yeah. has not been playing good, and they just got destroyed last weekend. But I'm not touching this one. Yeah, right. that, the over under at 72 and a half. They, I, I'm leaning towards over on that. Jeez. But um, 
it would be Western Kentucky like scoring like 56, 60, and then, you know, UTSA getting their little 20, 30 points and something like that. Interesting. Well, no play for me. Uh, so the next game on the docket, let's take it out west. We're going to Nevada, Allegiant Stadium. Um, and Oregon is the away team. The Utah Utes are the home team. Rematch of a couple weeks ago, what do you know? So um, any plays on Oregon, Utah, Brett, lead us off if you do. No, I do not. I think – I want to pick Oregon in this spot just because I feel like they're going to have a chip on their shoulder. I mean, they got – that game wasn't even close. They looked awful. And, I mean, Utah just destroyed them. But that, that was in Utah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was at Utah. Yeah. So, but I, I just – I'm staying away with this one just because I think – I think Utah might actually be the better team. They started off the year rough because they had Charlie Brewer, the mm-hmm. transfer from Baylor, who I think sucks, completely honest. I think he's terrible. And so they brought in the new guy, and he's been playing. He's been playing great ever since. So honestly, if Utah would have had this guy starting at the beginning, they might have. They might be in the top ten right now. But I'm just not touching this one, just because I don't know which way this is going to go. Yeah, I think Cam Rising. He he's been balling all season. Um, I'm. I have a play for this game. I'm taking. What's the best number I can get? Uh, over fifty eight. Open at 60, down to 58, so I get two points in value. And the reason I'm taking the over, I feel like Utah's going to have, you know, a similar offensive day. They put up 38 the first time. I can see them maybe putting up 28. But as good as Utah's defense has been playing as of late, um, I don't see them having that performance two times in a row against Oregon. And typically, whenever there's a rematch, it doesn't go as good for the team who won it the first time because of adjustments. So if I can see Utah scoring in the 20s, I can see Oregon scoring in the high 20s as well. And I, I kind of feel like both teams may get in the 30s, uh, to be quite honest. So over 58, that's my play there for yeah. Oregon and Utah. Yeah, I like that play too. You got to think um, these two teams are going – Utah and Oregon are both outdoor. The weather is like really crappy out there, and now they're going to, to Vegas and the indoor stadium. Uh, they're going to fly on that turf, especially the Oregon players. Um, so I don't have the over. I probably will sprinkle some on there with you, but I've got Oregon uh, plus two and a half. I think they're going to re- get a little revenge in. And I think those uh, those Nike athletes are just going to fly around Allegiant Stadium and they're going to they're going to put up some points and they're going to put up a win. I think you're on the right side there. Yeah, I, I, if if I was to pick, I'd probably lean that way just because I think they want revenge after that embarrassment. All right. Well, we'll know the results of that game around 1130 on Friday night. Uh, Let's go to Saturday. Our noon kicks. We have two of them. Let's start with Kent State, Northern Illinois in the mat. I doubt Brett has a play. I do not have I do not have a play. So, uh, Chase, what you got? Yeah. So, I actually have a little inside scoop on this one. I guess former friend of the program, uh, Jacob McVeigh. Um, old old Kent State Golden Flashes player. He was. I was t- talking with him earlier today, and he was very upset. He didn't get a call back on the show. He feels like he was abandoned. He feels like the max. He feels like the max been abandoned all year. And he just didn't really like that. So shout out to him for this inside scoop. I have got two plays on this game. Actually, a two for one special. We've got uh, the over under seventy four and a half. These MAC teams have been playing outside on Tuesdays for the last month. They're cold, they're tired, and now they get to go inside uh, Detroit Stadium. We're going to put up some big points on that day. And then also Kent State, easily going to cover three and a half. 
lock both those in the two for one special in the Mac championship. All right. The Jake McVay comment. He was awesome for Super Bowl last year. Uh-huh. So, like I said, there's still time. Jake, if you're still listening. Oh, he's listening. Keep, keep your phone on your hip. Maybe a playoff <laughs> game, but usually Super Bowl. I think you rocked it last time. Mm-hmm. We still love you. So, Kent State laying three and a half and then over 74 and a half. Yep. And that is also, um, you guys have a, a brand new sponsor today, um, Dear Darla Supplements. Uh, they're sponsoring a couple picks. They're also on this MAC championship. They are sponsoring that with our greens. Uh, this is called Old Kale. Yeah. What greens do for you is they really, they have a lot of good things for you. Uh, better health. Um, your gut is your second brain. So it's an amazing blend of gut health producing properties. Uh, you're getting a, a, a full serving of fruits and veggies with just like a little scoop of powder. Bang, super antioxidants. It helps detox your body. So, um, you know, you're going to win a lot of money on this Mac championship with my two for one special. So all the greens, baby. So, okay. Yeah. If you want to say some of these supplements, uh, we're going to post the website. Uh, you can go to on the uh, down below when you guys post this podcast, but the uh, code for the half the distance to the goal is HTD save 10. You will save 10% on your order and then 10% of the sale will also go towards a charitable cause for uh, this program. Yet to be determined, I guess. I'm not sure what your, your cause is. That's sick. No, thank you, dear Darla, for hopping on board along with now and Coastal Barbecue. And Brett, I actually forgot to do this a couple of weeks ago, but we've clipped um, half a thousand, half of 1K all-time downloads um, not including listens, but yeah, just straight downloads, getting into people's ears to their devices. So um, shout out to the pod, shout out to our yeah. sponsors for all the support and our listeners as always. 100%. We just started this. This is a fun little thing. Didn't expect anybody to listen to, but now we have two sponsors that we're very grateful for. And now we got, we have to have people listening as well. So yep. definitely been fun. Clipping half the century mark with Dear Darla, promo code HTD. All right, that wraps it up for the Mac. Uh, Brett, I know you got something for the big Oh, you know I'm on this play. I know who I know who you're playing. Go ahead and give it to us. All right, so I have Baylor covering the five and a half. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going Oklahoma State. Yes. <laughs> I've been on the Cowboys. I've been on the Cowboys all season. I think their defense, their defense, I'm not going to lie. I was a little disappointed against their de- with their defense against Oklahoma. I did not think Oklahoma was going to move the ball like that. But they got the job done. They won Bedlam. Now, in my opinion, they win this game. I think they're in. I think they're in the playoff. I really do. So, yeah, I do. I think, yeah, I think if they win, I think they jump Cincinnati. I really do. And I hate to admit that. but I so, think So, that makes me think that you think Alabama is going to beat Georgia. Because, I mean, you can't put two loss Alabama in. No. So you got to be determined. To be determined. We'll get to that later. We'll, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll recap. Oh, yeah, no. I guess I guess you're right. Yeah. That, but, yeah, I, I got you now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Never mind, never mind. I, I, I think they're in regardless, though. I think – so, okay. No, I see where you're going there. Mm-hmm. All right. So, anyway, yeah, I like Oklahoma State to cover. I think this is going to be an emotional game for them. I hope they don't come out – kind of soft after that huge win but i think they know what's on the line and so i think they care take care of this bear team they, are, they, are they playing this bad boy in dallas right is that what the, I, big, the championship is so, okay yeah. yeah i um you know I, I love that oklahoma state pick uh 
you know, I, I, I'm with you on that. I've got a, I've got two picks on this one as well. I've got Oklahoma State, and then the over-under, it's 46-and-a-half. I think that's going to get just blown right by. Uh, so Oklahoma State, five-and-a-half, and then the over of 46-and-a-half. Got both of those on this, on this play. Yeah. Yeah, the way that Oklahoma State defense played last week, it might. Yeah. You talked me into Oklahoma State. Uh, I, I just had the over on that one, but I'm, I'm, I'm going with you on that one. <laughs> Go on. So, Chase, uh, <laughs> let's, let's unite the clans. Um, I'm also on Baylor, Oklahoma, over 46 and a half. You know, the first time these two teams played, 28 points were scored. Oklahoma covered – Oklahoma State covered the four. These second games were never like the first ones. I think this is low, very, very low. I think this is the lowest point total – um, of championship weekend. This is the only one I could think that would be lower would be Michigan, Iowa State. Yeah, yeah it is. That's lower. Okay, yeah. No, I think I agree. I think it's going to be a boat race. I think it may be first to 30 wins the game, and I see it being a shootout. Oklahoma's acceptable. Oklahoma State susceptible of giving up points. Dave Aranda's going to have those boys right. You know, I just think like Dave Aranda's cut from a different cloth, um, you know, being with that LSU team and just like where he's been in his career. So um, let's, let's lock it up. Big 12 over 46 and a half points. Let's ride. Cool, cool. And next we will go to the three o'clock game out West. The Mountain West championship game features Utah state, San Diego state, and they will be in dignity health sports park, Carson, California. And he plays on this game. I know Chase does. I doubt. Yeah. Does. I have a play on this one. Like that. This is this is probably my uh, you know least confident pick, but like I always want to have a pick on each game. Just you know, just some interest in each game. Um, I've got San Diego State six and a half. We'll just go ahead with them. They've been doubted all year. Um, everyone thought Boise is going to beat them. All you know, everyone they've been doubted all year. They've got that punter that can punt the ball. He's punted the ball eighty times once, a couple times over seventy. Just really can flip the field. Um, and I just really haven't seen too much of Utah State to really. I don't think they're going to put a, much of a fight. Uh, San Diego State. You know, that's that's my pick. I can get you a six best number. Yeah, that's what I said. Six. Okay, I think that's six and a half. Excuse me. Yeah, this line opened up at four. So if you took it early in the week, you would have got some really good value. Um, 62% of the public on San Diego State land six. It'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean, have you guys seen that punter, though? <laughs> I, know, I, have you, I don't know if you, guys, if you guys talk about punters too much, but uh, <laughs> I'm usually guy. asleep when they're playing. Okay. Yeah. Look up. Look up their punter, man. He is. Uh, he's the real deal. Ray guy, Ray guy, award winner for sure. He also right. is their, he's also the place kicker. Does both. You usually don't see that too often. No, he does both exceptionally well. Very impressive. All right, so one play on the Mountain West Championship game, San Diego State laying six is the play for Chase. All right, so thirty minutes later, Sun Belt Championship. We got the we got the boys from the mountains heading down to Cajun country. I believe this game's at Louisiana Tech, correct? Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, it's just Louisiana. Or yeah, excuse me, Louisiana. Yeah, um, uh, Napier's last game. Is he coaching? I, this? Yeah, I yeah. don't know if he's even coaching. He is. He's coaching. Oh, okay. He's coaching. Yeah. All right. So, uh, do the Cajuns rally to beat the boys from Boone? Uh, what we think? I have no play. I'm 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 in on this one actually. I like I, I'm I'm gonna go in on this. I'm actually taking Louisiana to cover. After the three point favorite, I think Louisiana covers this. 
I think they're going to send Napier out on a good note. And, I mean, they've been playing a good ball. Top 25 team right now. Give me Louisiana. Louisiana yeah. won – they won the first meeting of this game as well. Yeah, they, they 41 to 13. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got uh, – so this is another Dear Darla sponsor right here. First we had the greens. Now we have the collagen. The collagen glow up. So a little couple of facts about our collagens. Five freemium collagens combined in one. It is – you know, you think of a collagen as mainly for girls. Um, yes, it is for women, but also collagens help with your joints. So all these guys lift these heavy weights. Maybe your joints are hurting. Collagen helps that. So, guys, check it out. Um, but also you said collagen um, helps with hair. These uh, Louisiana fans are going to need that. They're going to be pulling their hair out because App's going to be crushing them. Napier's going out with the loss. Uh, he's already he's, – he doesn't even care about that program anymore. He's, he's done his time there. He's moving on to the SEC. Appy, three under, give it to me all day. All right. Nice pick for Jared Darla. And, Chase, you're taking that as well? Yes. Yes, yes. Nice. App playing three. Well, they don't need to – I know when I said the second game usually doesn't go like the first one, I, AF really needs this to happen because it wasn't competitive the first time around. Mm, mm-hmm. Good God. All right. Well, good luck to the boys from Boone. Uh, Brett. Shout out Parker Wall and the Fun Belt, baby. Marshall's yeah. new conference in two years. Let's go Fun Belt. Yeah, the, <laughs> the demise of CUSA. And, you know, this saddens me. It saddens me a lot because I believe next year is when ESPN picks up the SEC 330 contract. Mm-hmm. So, so they're not going to be hitting the horns anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I think this is it. I, I hope it's not. I, I hope somehow we get one more game on TV. Uh, just let ESPN buy the rights to that music. Yeah, they should. <laughs> so uh, should, next, just be SEC music. <laughs> so next, we head down to the A where the World Series champions reside um, Mercedes Benz. Stadium or the Superdome, Mercedes Benz Superdome, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Excuse me. Pardon me. I'm not, I'm not giving them enough credit. We have Georgia is the away team playing at home, basically, uh, hour and a half down the road against Nick Saban and the boys from Alabama. Bama, six and a half point underdog, Georgia 12 and 0, Bama 11 and 1. Brett, what's your play here? Yeah. So I'm going to spoke good catch chase earlier because. Listen, I, I wish I had the recording. I should have gone back and got the recording. On the very first show, when we were doing kind of the picks and everything like that, the overrunners, I picked Georgia to win the SEC and beat Alabama in the SEC championship. So I'm sticking with that. The, Bama has been skating by the last few weeks. They, they struggled against LSU. They struggled against Arkansas. They needed a last-second touchdown against – Auburn this past weekend to get into overtime. So Georgia has been dominant on defense. Stetson Bennett has been, well, he really, he hasn't even had to throw the ball. He's really, they just really ran the ball, but he doesn't make mistakes on paper. You feel like this game is going to be a blowout, but you know, Bama, you know, Nick Saban has something up his sleeve, but I still like Georgia to cover the six and a half against Bama. Interesting. So that would be Oklahoma State's path into the CFP, barring Cincinnati wins, Bama loses. We'll get to the game. We'll get to Houston-Cincinnati later. Um, I do have a play on this game. I must be hoping for a lot of fireworks this weekend because I'm taking Georgia-Bama over 49. I just think it's too – like, it's low. It's not enough points. 
Bama, Georgia has not seen a receiving core and a quarterback like he's about to see in Bryce Young and John Mechie and Williams and the boys. Bama is going to score points. Bama's going to hang up 30. Georgia may hang up in the mid-30s. It, it'll be a, a game in the high 20s, like low 30s. In 49, that's way, way too low. So, you know, no need to even buy this down. Don't even buy down a hook. Georgia-Bama over 49. Let's take it. Well, so let me ask you something. So, didn't – do you think Georgia's defense is worse than Auburn's? No, it's, no, no it's not. It's not. And I'm not saying Nick Saban was holding anything back in the Iron Bowl. But – Didn't Nick they get Saban, shut out last week in the first half? Yeah, but Nick Saban shows up in these games. I wouldn't be shocked if Georgia goes into halftime down. Really? Oh I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either just because you don't uh, – Nick Saban's a magician, but this is not – this defense isn't as good as it's been. The offense has been – I don't know. They just haven't been as clicking as they were, like a typical Nick Saban offense. So I, I don't know. I, I would be – if Georgia wins the thing by two touchdowns, I wouldn't be shocked. I think Nick Saban got up in Bill Bryant's ass, and he's about to call a gym right here. I mean, it was the same thing with Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin would call a bad game, come back the next week, and there will be magic everywhere. Bama just – like – and, again, I'm not saying that they'll win the game because within six points, I would be more comfortable maybe like seven, seven and a half – if Bama was going to cover a spread, because I can see Georgia winning by a touchdown 100%, but I, I see fireworks this game. These t- these offenses have too much talent to not clip over 49 points. Yeah, well, you know, talking about talent on offense, we're talking about talent on defense for Georgia. Jordan Davis should be a legit Heisman candidate. I don't know why he's not, you know, being mentioned. He's one of the best interior linemen I, these eyes have seen. Uh, this game right here is also our final Dear Darla sponsor. It is the Dear Darla Dream. This is a sleep aid pee and fat burner. It has melatonin, chamomile, the tryptophan that you'll see in Turkey, all to help with natural ingredients to help you sleep and you won't feel groggy when you wake up. It's got, it increases growth hormone for faster recovery, so your muscles are generating better when you sleep. Uh, better sleep, stronger metabolism, and more lean muscle. So, go to sleep, Bama. We'll see in your dreams. Georgia, six and a half. We got Georgia. Go, dogs. Go, Parker Tuck. We'll see you, Campbell. We'll see you, Jack. <laughs> All right, so two plays. It, well, Chase, what's your play there? No, no, my, my, I'm, I'm with Dear Darla. Dear Darla is my play. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, tight. I'm six, I'm six and a half, too, yeah. <laughs> I, right, I would so- not surprise if that under hit. I just – I would not be surprised if Thunder hit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel really good about Georgia. I put, a, I put a nice little $50 bet on their national title hopes beginning of the year. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm going to stay with Georgia on this. I, I like Georgia. I've been on them all year. So, go dogs. All right, so we got two plays for Georgia six and a half and the Georgia-Bama over. If you see this going under, what's the score you predict, Brett? What's the over under? 49. So I can see like a 25 17 kind of game, you know? That's under 49, right? <laughs> yes. 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 I think it's 42. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Well, yeah, I, guess I, could, I could see that. I could see 25-22. I just – I think – I mean, maybe maybe we're just – I you watch Georgia's defense and – Yeah. They're legit. So, I, I kind of think – you remember how LSU's offense was, like, the best in college football in, like, a long, long time? I think that's Georgia's defense this year. Yeah, it's the I best agree. in college football we've seen in a long, long time, and I think that's going to show true, and I think Saban knows that. I mean, this is probably the most competent fret or like QB they've played all year, but he's also a freshman. Yeah, and he's got his money. He's already got his bag. He's already got, you know, six he's figures. NIL? Yeah, he's got the NIL money. He doesn't care. He's already got his bag. He don't have any heart for college football. Georgia's ready to pounce on this this guy. All right. Well, I wish us all luck. The next game we're going to the AAC championship. ECU couldn't uh, beat Cincinnati last week, so Cincinnati's still there. They would have been there regardless, but maybe a little bit wounded after going to the swamp down there in eastern North Carolina. Uh, so we have Houston at Cincinnati, home game for Cincinnati. Uh, 10.5-point spread. Cincinnati's a favorite. What are the plays here, boys? I'm all over Cincy, baby. I, I think they're I think they're ready to break through for the group of five to get a playoff team in there. Luke, Luke uh, their coach, Luke, is – Pickle. Yeah, Luke Pickle. He's uh, <laughs> he's got those boys ready. Uh, Houston. I looked. I'm looking over Houston's schedule. Um, uh, I don't really think they've played anyone, and they had a lot of close games against teams. Like that 11-1 record is kind of overstated for them. So, um, uh, yeah, I got Cincy in this. I think they should blow them out pretty good. Brett, you got to play. I, I actually think it's gonna be a good game. I really do. I think Houston's no joke. Former West Virginia. I coach Dana Holgerson. I was going to say, I know why you think that. <laughs> um, obviously, not a big Dana Holgerson guy either. But I just – I think this is going to be a better game than people think it's going to be. I could see this being really close going all four quarters. I mean, Cincinnati, they have their good games and they've had their bad games. So, I do think they'll have that chip on the shoulder. Of, hey, you probably win this and you're in. Unless, like, Bama were to beat Georgia. But, I don't know. I just – I think – I think it's going to be closer, so I'm not touching this one. What about you, Marcus? No play here um, for the show. I'm going to play Houston Moneyline plus 330 as a personal play. Houston's 10-0 and 0 after losing to Texas Tech week one in a close game. Um, I do want to see Cincinnati make the college football playoff. kind of think Cinderella's like it's about to hit midnight. Glass slipper is about to disappear. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Houston Moneyline is a good value pick here. 48 percent of the public is on it. Um, 76 percent of the public's on Houston plus 10. This Houston team is playing really good football and not to take anything away from Cincinnati season because I really am rooting for them. But for the pocket, I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take plus 330 for odds. You know, you know, Houston overall as a university would actually lose money if they won this game because they would prevent that college football conference payout that the AAC would get. So maybe that might be a little factor in the ref's minds, the AAC ref. Who knows? You know, that's just always something that creeps in my mind. Does they, do the refs get a bonus or if they – I don't know. Them? Maybe maybe the conference is paying them off. Maybe, you know, the conference is their boss. Who knows? I see a bunch of collusion going on. Collusion. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so two more picks – or two more games here. I don't think we're going to discuss USC Cal at all. So let me go ahead and get well, can we can, can we can discuss Mike Riley real quick? Mike Riley. 
Uh, no. Yeah, Lincoln Rally, whatever. <laughs> Long yes, day. Lincoln Rally. Hey, so I'm seeing all these memes and stuff about him, like, oh, you betrayed Oklahoma. Oh, you left, you know, you left the Sooners traitor, traitor this. All right, Oklahoma, you didn't give him any idea that you're moving to SEC. You kind of left him out of the loop there. Um, he's just doing what's best for him. He got a, a basically a godfather offer. So I he think did. it kind of went both ways. I, I mean, who's not going to go to California? He already flipped that quarterback and the running back from California to USC. Um, I, I like I like that move for him. I think if if my school just kind of went at SEC without telling me changing conference, that's a big deal. Uh, I'd probably, you know, all right, they don't trust me as part of the uh, power makers, the people making decisions. I'm not a decision maker. Let me go somewhere where I am a decision maker. It's a good long-term move for him. It's much yeah. easier to win in the Pac-12 than the SEC. I mean, if you're just forecasting your career, you can get basically anything you want. You'll be in L.A., which is a really cool town. Like, been there once. It's awesome. Yeah. I think it, it was a no-brainer move. I think, and not to get off on this coaching tangent, but, I mean, it's like Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame to go to LSU, one of the smartest things he could probably ever do for his career. Because I you think he'll think do you, good there? Yeah, I do. I don't think you can win a national championship at Notre Dame. Look, if Les Miles, and we've seen how good of an actual coach he is, can win a championship <laughs> at LSU, Brian Kelly can definitely that win. That was before the air raid, though. He just never adjusted. I just yeah. – I just, I just, the first time – Brian Kelly says, go Tigers. He'd be like, go Tigers, sir. Like, he's not – he doesn't know to say, go Tigers. Like, he's not going to do it right. I'm going to miss Ed. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, Ed's going to be – I mean, Ed needs to get a life together, though. <laughs> look, look, I think, he, Ed, I think he's fine. Ed knows what he's doing. He just can't be a leader of young men doing what he wants to do. <laughs> yep. Oh, and he was trying to have the New Orleans Baton Rouge special every night. And uh, you can't do that. You, you can't be seen around town with girls like that that are the age of your players. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, he's he's a he's not married. <laughs> so I mean, like, look, dude, like he's a single man. I got no qualms with him. Like, and you do you. But are you saying his players got jealous and they mutinied him? That's why they ain't playing so good anymore. Go take like, all the girls. He was playing, he's pulling more of the players. Yeah, it's like yeah. a stellar week. Like if I was a player under Coach O, I'll walk into that meeting just down like, yeah, what up, coach? <laughs> Jeez, that's a bad tangent to get off of. But no, yep, as I was on track, taking, baby. Yeah, as I was taking us. So we do have a pick from Mr. NFL uh, this week, Jordan Montgomery. He's still giving us gems. And actually, if you're in the half a distance chat room, you would have won a large sum of money off for him this uh this past week. He was yeah. out on Thanksgiving night and he has a play for us this week. His play, uh, all right. So uh Trevor Lawrence, Irvin Meyer, and the boys are traveling out to Los Angeles to see Matt Stafford. Um the Rams are laying 13. He says take them. Take L.A. Rams covering 13 points against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That is one of his locks of the week. J. Monts and Jims. We have a new segment of the show. J. Monts and Jims. J. Monts and Jims. I like it. All right. So uh, that's it for J. Mont. All right. Next. Let, let's Thanks, go J. Mont. Yes. Thank you. Let's go to the Queen City. Uh, we got Pitt Wake. If anyone told me week zero that Pittsburgh and Wake Forest would be in the ACC championship, I would have said, check into rehab. Yeah, you'd be like, you'd be like, oh, okay. Maybe Pitt, not Wake. <laughs> and although I think, I, I, I think I, Wake, I knew Wake was going to be pretty good, but we all thought Clemson, of course, right? 
So um, the Deeks, three-point underdog to the Panthers from Pittsburgh. I have a play here. Um, dang, dude, I'm actually looking at all my plays. I took over 71 here. Ooh. Shootout. Two high-scoring offenses. Wake plays no defense. And Kenny Pickett, best play, best offensive player on the field. Uh, Pitt's defense is also leaky. Sam Hartman just finds out a way to keep putting up points. Over 71. I see a 40 – 45 to 42 kind of ball game. And I think I'm getting a little bit of value there. I'm also on the over 71. I took that as well. And I also, though I don't think there will be much defense at this one, I think Pittsburgh's defense is a little better. So I'm taking Pitt to cover the three as well. Dude, me too. I got Pitt laying three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much for me catching you in the competition. We got the same picks. <laughs> that's honestly what I should have been doing the whole time is just picking with you pick. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> awesome. fun. I'm glad we got the agreement there. All right, Chase, what you got for the ACC championship here in the Queen City? Yeah, you know, I've actually been watching Wake the last couple of weeks, uh, just their little mashups with the Tar Heels and, and uh, like all these all these games they've been playing recently. And I just they do not impress me at all. I, you know, I just don't I don't see it. I, I got I got Pitt. Uh, I took them as well. Um, I, I'm not going to take this for the show, but I'll probably sprinkle a little bit on the over 71, too. But uh, Pitt, Pitt three. If NC State could have just beat Wake, that this would have been them. I would I would have been heading too. I would have been heading twenty minutes into the city. Oh, I, I would have probably come down for that one. With, with the red and white from NC State, we had a bedroom for you, man. Uh, maybe next year. Maybe, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we'll see if Dorn can win the can actually win the big one. We thought Clemson was the big one. Little did we know it was uh the boys from Winston. Yeah, kryptonite. <laughs> All right. Point. Last game on the docket, Big Ten championship game. This is at Lucas, excuse me, Lucas Oil, right? Where the Colts play. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got Michigan Wolverines led by Jim Harbaugh taking on the Hawkeyes from Iowa State. Iowa State is an 11 point underdog from where, where I see most places. I have no play on this game. I have no good read on this game. Because, like I saw last week, I thought Nebraska was going to pull it off against Iowa. They didn't. Yeah, I, I, what is it with you and Nebraska? Dude, Listen, no, Scott can't win the big game. That was a trend play. I mean, I think they've lost. I think they lost like eight, eight out of yeah. their. I think they lost eight games by three points or less. Yeah, they did. I mean, they've been so close. They were close against Oklahoma. They were close against, like you said, Iowa last what, week. I mean, what? How long has Adrian Martinez been playing football? I saw yeah. it. It said he's entered the transfer portal. I, saw that. I, I thought he was like a third-year senior. Like I don't. <laughs> I was like, how is he? What is he transferring to? Like the old folks' home? Like how is that guy still going to be playing college he got, football? He got an extra year because of COVID, though. Because I he, just, I just feel like he's been around forever. No, I mean, <laughs> it feels like it. I'm sure Nebraska fans feel the same way. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they're happy to see him go. Uh, I have a play on this game. Um, what is it? Yeah, I got the over. It's 43 and a half going over that. Um, you know, it's another kind of the, the situation where it's indoor state. Like these teams have been playing outside in the cold for a while. I think it's I think you're really going to see some scores light up uh, with, you know, being on the uh, in the Lucas Oil. Um, 11, 11 is a lot for, you know, Michigan to cover that. Don't have any faith in that. I do think they'll win. And I think uh, it'll be a, a pretty good over. All right, Brett, what you got? I actually have a play on this game as well. I'm taking Michigan to cover the 11. I just – Iowa's offense is awful. I mean, their offense is awful. I think Michigan 
I listen, I know they came out, they beat their arch rival who they haven't beat in freaking who knows how long. I can't, what, how long has it been? It's been like eight years or something like that. Yeah. Like 2012. So I, I do think they'll come out to like maybe a slow start, but they know what's on the line in this game. You win this game and you're in the college football playoff. So I think offensively, they're definitely better than Iowa. I think they're going to be able to score. And I think they're, I think Iowa's offense is just terrible. So I like Michigan to cover the 11 here. I can see Michigan winning this game by 21 points. Whew. I kind of see a backdoor situation here. That's why I'm staying off, but there are two more plays on this game. Let's go back to uh, Jamont's gyms. He has taken Michigan laying six and a half for the first half of the game against Iowa in the Big Ten championship game. And then the pipe and hot pick of the week from 9-1-0 Coastal Barbecue is Michigan minus 11. Pipe and hot, baby. (laughs) And Chase, you took the over 43 and a half. Yes, sir. Dang, dude. I'd probably be on the under here if I had a lean. I, I mean, honestly, man, I like I I kind of want to bet on the Michigan 11. I think a Michigan is going to score like 30 points on Iowa. I don't I think that that grass is going to be real fast for them. You, I mean, Harbaugh's been getting those good athletes for a while now. Uh, I see the over here too, honestly. I think I agree with Chase. I think they're going to score probably 30, 35, honestly. Even though Iowa's defense is so good, I don't – I mean, they're going to be on the field a lot, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I was, Iowa's defense is good. It's it's different playing defense on grass than uh, indoors, like on that that turf. I'm not sure what yeah. Lucas Oil's exact turf is, but I know it's faster than the, the cornfields Iowa's playing in. So, Dude, I don't know if Iowa's going to score a lot. I can see Iowa scoring 10 points and that being it. Yeah, I, well, I, I mean, I'm thinking like Michigan's gonna, I think Michigan's going to score 35. So, <laughs> but 10 plus, that'll still get me there. <laughs> Fair play. Fair play. No, uh, very nice episode. Thank you, Jaymont and I want to Coastal Barbecue for your picks along with Dear Darla. Uh, let's go ahead and recap. We'll start with Chase's card since it is the longest. All right. So, Chase's card he is taking Western Kentucky, a three and a half point favorite, Oregon two-and-a-half-point dog in the Pac-12 championship. Kent State laying three-and-a-half points. The MAC championship over 74 and a hook. Oklahoma State laying five-and-a-half. The Big 12 championship going over 46-and-a-half. San Diego State laying six. The boys from Boone going down to Lafayette. Uh, Three-point. They're a – App State's the favorite, correct? Yep. All right, yep. App State, three-point favorite. He's taking Georgia – Favorite six and a half points in the SEC championship. Cincinnati laying 10 and a half against the Houston Cougars. Pitt minus three here in the Queen City. And then the Big Ten championship over 43 and a half, Michigan, Iowa. Brett's card, Oklahoma State laying five and a half. Louisiana plus three going against Chase right there. He is in alignment with Chase. Georgia, six and a half point favorite in Atlanta in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Pitt Wake over 71 Pittsburgh laying three, Michigan laying 11. Myself, a bunch of overs this week. Oregon, Utah over 58. Baylor, Oklahoma State over 46 and a half. Pitt, Wake over 71 points. Pitt laying three in that game as well. And then Georgia, Bama over 49 points for the SEC championship. Jay Monster Gems, Michigan, six and a half point favorite. First half, take it. LA Rams laying 13 on Sunday against the Jaguars. He's on that as well. And then the pipe and hot pick of the week from the boys at 910 Coastal Barbecue. Stay smoking. They are on Michigan laying 11 for the game. 
a lot of good stuff and not a lot of games. Cool, cool. Remember, remember, guys, dear Darla, dear dash Darla dash store dash my dot my Shopify dot com. That's the website for you. Um, HTD save 10 is your little promo code. Put some money in for their charitable cause. Get 10 percent off for yourself. This will be great supplements for you. Uh, thank you guys for having me so much. Uh, I love doing this. And you can add me back to our little group chat we were in. I left it last Saturday because I don't like to have outside influences on my picks. So I don't want to hear all that commotion. Add me back in there. I'm ready to be back in. Yeah, we'll add you back to the chat room. Anyone else that wants to be added to the chat room, you can actually email htdttg at gmail.com and we can add you. Or if you know us personally, just text us. We'll go ahead and add you back in. Thank you for the Dear Dollar sponsorship. We are looking forward to this joint venture with you. And also, Jake McVay, if you're listening, have your phone on standby for the Super Bowl picks. Um, I think we'll be getting a buzz then. One, one more thing before we go. What are the final – College football playoff rankings next Tuesday. All right, I, have first. Georgia, I have Georgia. Okay, you go first. Yeah, I go first. Okay. All right, go ahead. Because I know what you're going to do. All right, Georgia one, Michigan two. Oklahoma State three, Cincinnati four. Notre Dame doesn't get in. That's how I see it. That, that's exactly how I see it. Yeah, I mean, I think you could flip-flop Oklahoma State or Cincinnati. See, I thought you were going to go Cincinnati three. That's why I said I'd go no, first. No, I think, I think you could do either one, honestly. They're, they're not putting Cincy above four. They're going to be like, oh, well, Houston was – Houston beat barely to beat Texas Tech. That's not even a good win for Cincy. I mean, knowing the committee, they might they might put in a two-loss Bama over Cincy. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they do that, there's going to be an uproar. I mean, I'll have an uproar. Not, not in Alabama. <laughs> Jeez. If, if, Georgia, if Georgia won a game like, you know, like a, it was a, a shootout or something close, like, I don't know, like they won an overtime or something. It was a good game. And then Cincinnati barely got by Houston. Maybe they won some sort of, sort of fluke call. Well, Maybe, the, think- there, there's some people that think Notre Dame – even if Cincinnati wins, there's some people that think Notre Dame to get in deserves to get in over Cincinnati, which is just mind-boggling to me. Considering Cincinnati literally went to Notre Dame, Notre yeah. Dame was really never really in that in that game. And if you look at Notre Dame's schedule, it's honestly not that much better than Cincinnati's schedule. Like they, I would, I would like lost to Cincinnati. Wouldn't it be cool yes. that like let's you know just what's what's say if Cincy lost, let's say Oklahoma State lost, let's say uh, Georgia won. If Notre Dame got into college football playoff and then Brian Kelly couldn't coach him, <laughs> wouldn't that be something right there? <laughs> I, honestly, I, I wouldn't mind if chaos happened this week, and I wouldn't mind if Michigan wouldn't lost to Iowa. It wouldn't be good Iowa. for the money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be good for the money. But if Michigan lost to Iowa, if Baylor beat Oklahoma State, if Cincinnati lost, like, it would be crazy. Chaos is fun, for sure. Yeah, just not when you're betting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, uh, it was a fun show. Chase, thank you as always. Thank you, Nalano Coastal Barbecue. Thank you, J-Mon, for contributing. And thank you, dear Darla. You know, we'll be in the chat room this weekend starting Friday night. Let's see if the road runs can get it done or if the Hilltoppers are going to top them. And uh, we'll chop it up. Peace. Peace. All right, fellas. See you guys.